You're listening to Talk to the Experts. Wayne Nelson with you this morning, and my guest in studio today is Sherry McMillan of McMillan Estate Planning. The McMillan team is going to be in Calgary on Thursday, February 20th at 6.30 p.m., and in Edmonton on Tuesday, February 25th at 6.30 p.m., to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register, contact McMillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can learn about what McMillan Estate Planning does by going online to their website at macmillanestate.com. And Sherry, it's not the Macmillan Dating Service, no matter how much you think it is, but <laughs> let's pick up on, on another uh, topic, if you don't mind. Let's talk a little bit about the estate planning as it applies to other jurisdictions outside of Canada. Because a lot of people, they've got uh, land, they've got real estate, they've got yachts perhaps uh, in, in Europe, but let's look at the U.S. assets. Certainly, Wayne. I, I think it's really important to understand that wherever your family members live or wherever you own an asset means you have another complexity in your estate. And so we call it multiple estates because, in fact, that's what we're creating in modern times. Our children may live in New York to go to school. We might have, you know, a property on the coast. We may have a property going south, snowboarding. A friend of mine has a nice property in Tuscany in Italy. Yes, and, and we're becoming very international as a community, and so are our children. And so it's not as straightforward as it once was where you just say, well, I live in one province, and so I design my estate there. We have to give contemplation to everywhere you have an asset. And it could even vary between among provinces. That's right. And the legislation in Canada is, although we have federal oversee, we actually have individual provincial legislation that govern our estates. And that's not also just true of Canada. That's true of the United States also. So the interesting part is it's almost impossible to be party and understand every jurisdiction and every legislation. So, And yet you guys at McMillan Estate Planning, this is really where you shine because you are up on legislative changes. And when those changes occur, you determine how they are going to affect your clients. And if there was a significant change, or, or I, pr- I presume that any kind of uh, change that would affect it, your clients, they would be contacted. That's right. And so there are three risks that we all face as families. The first one is our family dynamics do change over time. And so the plan has to be designed in a flexible manner to take those things into account. So let's say all your children are healthy today, but later someone uh, becomes ill. How do we account for that at that time? So it needs to be flexible. The second part is tax laws change because governments change, and so that's an ongoing uh, battle for all of us to stay current in that regard. And then the last one is the laws change. And not only do the laws change through legislation, they change through precedents that are created in the courts ruling on things from time to time. And so, you know, there's basically three primary areas that are always a moving target and variables in how you're going to go about designing your estate. And so it's important, we think, for all families to plan their estate on an annualized basis and review it. I'm not saying they have to start over. It's like building a wonderful foundation like an architect, a nice home. But once in a while, you go in and renovate because something has changed and your needs have changed. And so I compare estate planning to that type of structure. We're the architect. We help you design the plan for the future. But we also have to once in a while renovate if things become outdated. Now, the U.S. is really complicated, of course, because they have inheritance tax and we don't in Canada. 
And so one of the challenges is we don't have an offsetting entry on your tax return if you happen to accidentally be American in your estate. And it can you say happen. Accidentally American. What do you mean by that, Sherry? Yeah. So a lot of us fall into this category accidentally. And what it means is there are main ways in which you can become an American person for the purposes of your estate. So the first one is not commonly understood. It's if you spend too much time in the United States snowboarding. And so because it's cold up yeah, here. Here we are again, just having wrapped up some cold weather in January. Yes. We want to escape, which is rational and logical, but there is some caution we share with our families. And that is that if you spend more than 121 days, which is about four months a year in the United States, each calendar year, you can be offside and you can actually be considered an American person for the purposes of an estate. The problem with that is that estate tax is quite hefty on large estates in the United States. This is to the tune of 40% Yikes. of your net worth. So, you know, that's dramatic. If you have, let's say, a $50 million estate, if you do the math on that, you're going to lose $20 million to the IRS when you're not even an American citizen. So you need to know the rules. This is not something to take lightly. That, that holiday can be exceptionally costly. So that's the first rule. The second rule is if you were born in the United States, you are American and you do have estate issues in your affairs. So we've got to plan for that properly. And a lot of people don't assume that if they were born there, they are. So I just met a family recently and he was born in the United States for one day because the hospital was closed in Canada, went abroad to be born and came back the next day. But he's American. So we have an issue in his estate. So that's the second way you can get accidentally caught. Um, the third way is a common way, and that is if you own assets there. So let's say you buy your snowbird property, your cottage or your uh, recreational property, or you own stocks, and you can even own them in your RSPs and RIFs. And that in turn means you have a U.S. estate. And so all of a sudden, when you're building your estate plan, you have to consider not just your Canadian affairs, but also your U.S. And then lastly, obviously, if our children live there, we have a U.S. issue in our estate. And so you can see how all of a sudden we don't have one estate anymore. <laughs> we have two. And certainly cause to get some professional consultation at the very least and more than likely some help from professionals like yourself at McMillan Estate. Well, the great part about knowing and understanding it proactively is then you can do something about it. Both the IRS and Canada Revenue Agency are not forgiving, Wayne. So if you don't proactively design your estate effectively before you die, they will come collecting um, in a share that they might otherwise not be entitled to if you had been proactive and mitigated them out of your estate. And so I always share with families, you know, by ignoring the issue, it doesn't ignore the issue. It just creates an issue later because there's no forgiveness by the IRS or Canada Revenue Agency. Alternatively, whilst you still have control, let's remove them from your estate um, I call them the third child. We don't want them included. We don't want them to be a beneficiary. All right, Sherry, once again, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Wayne. Good estate planning is about protecting assets, maximizing wealth, and what everybody wants, minimizing tax. If you don't have an estate or life plan, then maybe you should give some thought to getting together with the McMillan Estate team. They'll be in Calgary on Thursday, February 20th at 6.30 p.m., and in Edmonton on Tuesday, February 25th at 6.30 p.m. 
to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register for either of these very informative and complimentary seminars, contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464 or visit their website at macmillanestate.com. That's Macmillan spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. I'm Wayne Nelson for Sherry McMillan. Thanks for joining us today on Talk to the Experts.